That is a joke. Does it hurt? <laughs> I don't want to tattoo this person no more, so I'm going to cause him as much pain as possible. Hi everyone, my name is Max Shomilo and you are watching What Is Life Like? And today in our studio we have Brandon and Brandon is going to tell us what is life like being a tattoo artist. So Brandon, um, how long have you been doing it for? That's my first question. Um, I've been doing it for about 23 years. 23 years, that's pretty impressive. Then in those 23 years, just hypothetically, how many tattoos do you think you have done so far? Any oh, idea? Wow, that number is unreal, to be honest. Like would it be in the thousands by uh -huh. now? Every bit. Every, Every bit. bit. That's yes. awesome. Now, do you remember, though, the very first tattoo you've ever done on someone? <laughs> yes, I do. Can you tell us what it was? It was actually a piece of flash, and it was flames. Like a human flash? Um, no, flash is, that's what uh, tattoos are called that you see on the wall. Okay. They're called flash, F-L-A-S-H. Okay. Because these images are already printed, already done, so you can do them in a flash. That's why they're called okay. flash. Okay, didn't know that. And, well, it, uh, it was a real basic piece. It was just some tribal with flames, and um, I completely botched it <laughs> horribly. Yeah, there wasn't a single straight line in it. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I wonder if the person you, uh, you've you done it on uh, thinks it was a good or bad experience, but hopefully he's watching or she's watching us. They, and they did say it was, uh, they did enjoy the process. That, that, that's a good thing. That's yes. the most important part. Then um, I do have a tattoo myself, obviously. You got plenty of them. What is the most ridiculous or unusual tattoo you've ever had to do on someone? Mm. Well, I something tells me it's going to be interesting. Like some, uh, just basically name one tattoo that well, stands out out of all of them. Whether it, it was, was a uh, military girl came in with a couple guys to get a butterfly, but. The body was male genitals. Ooh. And instead of having antennas, it had drips shooting. I got it. Tip well, of wait. It. And um, it was flying next to a set of cherries. Okay, that's pretty unusual. Got it on her hip. Well, um, then, do you think, well, obviously, you have your opinion as a tattoo artist, but Tell us, is there a lot of people that actually regret getting a tattoo? Like a lot of your customers or a lot of people that you've talked to? I think usually the ones that regret the tattoos are when they have bad experiences. Okay. So even if it's a tattoo that you don't necessarily like or it's not done too well, if you have a good experience and it has a good meaning behind it, usually you tend to overlook certain things. Fair enough. Then, um, 
obviously getting tattoo is not an easy process. It requires training and things like this. How did you end up getting into that type of industry? Because obviously you've been doing it for so long, it somehow sucked you in, but where did it all start? Like what Actually, was the, what was the very was, first thing you remember? Um, just getting into high school and I was hanging out with uh, some older guys. Um, one of the guys I hung out with was a senior and he was doing a work experience program and during that work experience program, he actually got into a, an apprenticeship program um, on his days that he wasn't working. Um, he came back and explained to me what was going on. I thought it was very interesting. It was the, I guess, a rebellion thing I decided to try. And instead of going right for tattooing, I went for piercing. I figured tattooing was a little out of my league. It has to be done to the most perfection and at the time I didn't think that my skills were at that point. But I really thought I was going to enjoy sticking some holes in people. So uh, <laughs> I went with that. That sounds fun, doesn't it? Yes. And, um, and that's pretty much it. I, it kind of just fell in my lap after that. Okay. Then um, obviously being a tattoo artist is your career. I can see you have your own shop and you've been pretty successful. I've heard a lot of good comments about you. But what do you think you would have been doing if it wasn't for you uh, becoming a tattoo artist? Like what would be the other job? Like when you were a little mm. kid, what was the thing that you thought or who did you want to become at that age? Like let's say when you were 10 years old. Um, that I that has changed so much when, especially when I was younger. but. I would say it would probably be construction. Um, I kind of did that for a little while with my dad. He taught me a lot. And I know a good bit, so it's um, it comes almost second nature to tattooing um, as far as me working. It's very enjoyable, very satisfying in the same way that you're using your hands and you get to see what you've crafted. Um, but that would, that would probably be it, That's I would cool. say. So, um, is there a thing that you think, um, or put it this way, I'm sorry, what would be one thing that you wish your customers knew before coming in a tattoo shop? Is there a certain thing that like, okay, I wish you guys knew that before even stepping in a tattoo shop? Um, that they're not cheap. Okay. Um, cheap tattoos aren't good and good tattoos aren't cheap. People Man. usually think that they, uh, they, they put a, a value on what they think it should be when they have no clue what goes into it. Now, obviously we've been doing it for over 20 years. Have you seen a much of a price change in the tattoo industry over those 20 years? Or has oh, it been yes. pretty much almost the same? So when you started, uh, what, what were the rates for a tattoo artist when you started? Uh, well, they were much better, actually. Much um, better for the customer or much better much, for the artist? Much better for the artist. Okay. They, they were a little bit cheaper than they are now, but not by much. And of course, things didn't cost 
as much then as it does now. So like the equipment and ink and things like right. that. Okay. Yeah, oh no, and just the cost of living too. Okay. So Makes it was sense. you were making a lot more for the same work that you're doing now compared to the ratio of what you have to spend. I forgot what the question was. That's awesome. It happens. I was going to ask you a question, something along the lines that infection, or, or is it common for people to get infected during getting a tattoo? Have um, you heard many stories per se? Because I know I've been to your shop. Your shop looks pristine. I mean, you can probably do a surgery in that shop, but in general, in the industry. If the artist is doing even remotely what they're supposed to, not during the tattoo process. Usually most of the time, um, some sort of antiseptic uh, rinse is being used like green soap during the process of the tattoo, which is making sure that the equipment that you're using, that you're not sterilizing, like paper towels, um, aren't potentially putting the person in danger. So uh, even though all the equipment that we try to use is sterilized, there are some things that come directly from the factory that we have no control over. Um, our ink caps, that doesn't get sterilized and it just comes in a bag in bulk. Um, tongue depressors, rubber bands, uh, those kind of things, they, they just come out of, out of a factory. So to make sure that all that stays clean and doesn't potentially put you in danger, that antiseptic spray is what prevents it during the process. After the process, it's up to the customer to make sure that it stays clean and sterile. Okay, so what would be, what would be maybe a couple of tips you would have given our viewers if they go to a tattoo shop, what things they should pay attention to? Because obviously, if you've been doing it for so many, uh, so many years, you can walk into somebody's tattoo shop and you can already see certain things, how they should be, how they shouldn't be. What would be mm -hmm. the things you would suggest our customer, or not our customers, but I mean, a potential tattoo customer. First go thing shop? I would want to see is um, their clean room to make sure that they had a separate room for their bio waste. Um, they weren't trying to clean it in the same room that customers are going to the bathroom in. Um, then I would say a portfolio with healed work so that way you can see what the tattoo looks like when it's healed, not when it's just done, because every tattoo looks good when it's just done. When it's healed, that's what it's going to look like forever. So getting to see that would allow you to kind of have um, a preview on what your tattoo is potentially going to look like from this artist. Um, not to mention, if it's healed, then you know that the customer did not mind to come back um, to have a picture done. Whereas, if they're there getting the tattoo and the picture is being done at the same time, nobody's going out of their way. Nobody's taking any extra steps. Um, and I think that says a lot for a customer to come back to let you just take something as simple as a picture. I mean, in, in today's society, we are all so busy, and for someone to take 15 minutes out of their busy schedule to come in just to let you take a picture and they're not getting anything out of it i think that's that states a lot for that artist that did it because that customer really did not mind at all now i have a million dollar question for you 
And as a matter of fact, your wife and myself talked about it because she knew the question and she already knew the answer uh, that you yeah, probably going to Yeah, I was pretty hear. curious about so this. So the question is, does pineapple go on pizza? Oh, yes. She was absolutely right. She said that <laughs> yes. that's going to be... As a matter of fact, she thinks the opposite. But hey, I mean, that debate been out for God, know how many, God knows yeah. how many years. And she said, are you going to say yes to this one? Yes, cool. most definitely. I, I'm, I'm with you on this. And maybe people hate me for that now. But hey, I, I love it. It's just I think that's, a good, the way that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> so, supposing I have a time machine here, right? If we were able to use this time machine right now, and I could have sent you back to where you were 20 years old, because you're, what, 36 right now, right? Yeah, 37. Th 37, okay. So if I was able to send you right now to the point where you were 20, what things would have you done differently, or what things you may have advised a 20-year-old yourself, like from being where you are right now, whether it has to do with industry or your, your general life experience? Wow. Um... I know it's a tough question, that, but didn't mean would, to put you on the spot. Uh, I'd probably definitely tell myself to uh, think my decisions out much better. Okay. Uh, definitely, when I was younger, I, I would say I kind of made decisions that were major with very little thought process. So I think I would definitely tell myself to go into those with a better thought process. That's cool. Um, now, speaking of the actual tattooing, is there any certain things you would have done differently or? Like, yes, yes, like, most like definitely. What? Give it an example. Um, I <clears throat> had a, a very great outcome with my apprenticeship but I, knowing what I know now, I would definitely have gone about it much differently. I would have done much more investigating, which back then it was much harder than it is now. You just couldn't go online and say, did you know, who is, you know, so-and-so and how well are they, or do they have any bad habits? You. You got to find, back then you had to find all that out for yourself and all that wasn't too easy to find out. So speaking of bad habits, are you implying maybe drug and alcohol usage? Oh, yes, like most So then, then another question, obviously, that's uh, something that I've heard, but I want you to uh, maybe kind of shed some light on this. Is that a true statement that a drug usage is pretty common along the tattoo artist and the industry in general? Mm, Would that yes. be a true statement? I'd say yes, but I would say at the same time that probably has a lot to do with um, artists in general are more in touch with feelings. Okay. And they, they feel harder. So some things that might not bother a normal individual may really tear an artist up and they may not have the coping tools to deal with it, um, or they may be a little shut off from society to seek help or to reach out. So the next best thing is self-help, and well, that's 
pretty much the road that people go down with self-help. Another question I had, what is the question you think you hear the most from the customers? Does it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> Does it yes. hurt? Does it hurt? And what's the answer? Of course, it always hurts. None of it feels good. Now, uh, speaking of hurting and not hurting, I know you have a very specific view on what they call tap out session. Yes, what can you tell me that, about that? That is a joke. It, what, what, first of all, explain to people that don't know what we're talking about, what is exactly called a tap-out session? A tap-out session? session is you are paying a very small flat rate to get tattooed as long as possible, basically until you physically tap and say that you've had enough. So if you sit for two hours, you pay one price. If you sit for eight hours, you pay that same price that you paid for two hours. It is um, only to benefit the tattoo artist, but the customers that fall for it think they're benefiting. But the idea to go get a tattoo usually consists of going to a, an artist that is gentle somebody that's going to harm you as little as possible. Essentially, so you can get tattooed as long as possible. Not to mention, not causing as much trauma to the skin. You want to cause as little trauma to the skin as possible. So it heals up faster. Yes, or prevents from scarring or okay. keloiding. Um, and when you have a tap-out session, um, the customer thinks they're getting a deal, but the reality of it is now that artist is only going to work on you gently for whatever he feels you really are paying for. After that, he gets to dig you up, bounce around to make your skin much more sore. Once he's worked on you for a certain amount of time and worked to make the tattoo look good, to the point of now he's happy. Now it's not about doing a good job. Now it's about getting you out of the chair. So now he's just doing certain things to hurt you. His mind's not at, let me do a good job. It's, I don't want to tattoo this person no more, so I'm going to cause him as much pain as possible. I'm going to make them tap. And it can be very, very easily done. Do a lot of people actually ask you whether you can do a tap out tattoo? Oh yes, and I find that extremely offensive. Then, um Another question I had for you. So from knowing what you know right now, being in the business for so long, kind of going through ups and downs and things like this, I'm pretty sure out of all the people that are watching us right now, there may be somebody sitting in their room and thinking, I want to become a tattoo artist. What would be the best advice you think you could give to that person trying to get into the business, trying to start tattooing? Like what would be something that Brandon, uh, would, would have advised that person? Um, well, like I said before, it would be uh, making sure that I investigate who I want to do the apprenticeship under more. I would have before did it under somebody different that had um, more knowledge because essentially the more knowledge they have, that's going to be less mistakes that I have to make that I have to figure out. Um, 
and yes, it does come at a cost because usually the better your artist So let, let, let me ask is, you this. By the apprenticeship, uh, is that something that a new artist would have to pay for? How does it Because I've never done it before and um, just kind of curious. Well, uh, an apprenticeship usually, um, in the earlier times, it was just taken on. Um, an artist took a liking to you and he hazed you for a very long time until he felt you deserved to learn this trade. It is one of the greatest trades in the world. It allows me to do anything and everything I want. It's, it's like having the power of a drug dealer, rock star, but blue collar job where you don't have to worry about the law because here you're not breaking it. Do you get to meet a lot of interesting people oh, like in your life? Because I know definitely. you've told me before you've been to different uh, conventions and things like this. We've seen some characters, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, out, of, out of the uh, all those people that you met, who was the most memorable? Uh, like who, who can you say, hey, I've met this guy, I've met this girl and things like this? Well, I have met a lot of a lot of different people, um, and every one of them has has their own wild, crazy story somehow, some way. I mean, the most common guy I think everybody probably um, has seen somewhere is uh, the Enigma. I've met him. He's a very interesting gentleman. The uh, guy that's covered in blue puzzle pieces. Um, like tattoos, you mean? Yes, completely oh. from head to toe. We'll try to find his picture online, I guess, mm -hmm. tonight. Cause... Yeah, it's, uh, he's a very, very interesting gentleman. Very smart. A lot of the um, people in this industry, uh, the stereotype would be that they are not so smart, but that can't be far from the truth. Has Most the actual are. perception changed in, the, uh, in all those years? Because from what I understand, it used to be uh, somebody having a tattoo back in the day. There was a certain kind of stigma about that person, yeah, whether like they sailors were, or criminals. Be, yeah, criminals mm -hmm. primarily. So has that changed now to where you see more and more uh, yes. educated people, younger people get tattoos? And well, it's because it doesn't it doesn't change uh, the person that's wearing them. It doesn't say that they're a bad person. It doesn't mean that now that they have tattoos, they do bad things. It doesn't defy them. It is just an expression. It is no different than somebody going in a store and picking out a shirt and saying, I like what this shirt says, so I'm going to wear it. It's just these we wear every day. Speaking of something that uh, you're wearing, I mean, I see you have, I don't know, like, you probably entire body is covered in tattoos. Do you regret any of them? <laughs> yes, most. <laughs> most of them? Yes. Were most of them done by you or no, somebody else? No, most of um, they were they were done by a, a few people. Okay. Um, I have probably a little more than a handful that I like. Okay. So there's actually some that you like and some that you don't like as much. Yes. Um, most of the ones that I have, I got when I was much younger didn't really have a whole lot of guidance. Um, and that's one thing that I try to do now with my 
customers that come in, especially the younger ones, were the ones that really don't have very many, or that you can tell have had bad ones, where they just went to somebody that wanted to take their money and not give them something that they can be proud of or something that they can show off. Um, so making sure that it's to its best ability, I, I try to make sure that and they understand all the pros and cons. Um, like sometimes a tattoo may look like something else. Um, like you can imagine um, a lighthouse with two giant rocks underneath of it. Can not look, I know where you're going with that. Yeah, I know like where you're going with that. Not, so it's my job to make sure that that kind of stuff doesn't happen so they don't have somebody making fun of them during that. Got um, it. You don't want a, a tattoo to have the appearance of something that's not and have some kind of joke be at your customer's expense for the rest of their life because it is permanent. So as little, or I should say as as insignificant as some people may think that is, if you can imagine what it would be like to be the center of a joke with a tattoo that you have on you that may have supposed to have been for somebody special, now you're getting hazed for it every time you get around a group of friends, um, maybe every time you take your shirt off, whatever it is, and that can deter you from liking the tattoo anymore. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying, and that would totally suck. I want to thank you for coming in today. Uh, it was very, very nice talking to you, and it was definitely my pleasure having you here as a guest. One, I enjoyed myself very much. Thank you <laughs> for having good. me. That's good. That's uh, good. One thing I'm going to ask for is, is there a question that you wanted to answer but I may have not asked, or is there, is there a question out there that you, you may have wanted to talk about? Because it's, it's, it's an open microphone here. Well, man, now you put me on the spot. I How that. about we do it this way? How about we do it this way? Instead of you coming up with a question, we're going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask our viewers, if you can come up with a question you think we should have asked Brandon yeah. or any other tattoo artist for that matter, please put it in the comments below under this video. And after a certain amount of time, we're going to see which comment gets the most likes and we're going to feature that comment in one of our future videos. Um, well, this was Max Shamilo and what is life like? Have a good one.